Welcome to the Catch 22 Minutes podcast, where we delve into some of today's major social challenges. We speak to frontline experts, industry leaders and young people in pursuit of ideas for reforming public services. In this first series, hosted by Catch-22's Director of Communications, Melissa Milner, we'll focus on youth employment. Melissa will be asking how society can better prepare young people for today's job market. 18 months ago, the hospitality sector was facing up to a talent crisis, in the main due to Brexit. Fast forward a year and this crisis was increased tenfold with the COVID-19 pandemic. Within days of the lockdown being announced in March 2020, the industry fell to 57.6% drop in like-for-like sales compared to the previous year. The UK hospitality industry employs over 3.2 million people and contributes to over £130 billion in economic activity, but it's been hit hard. As of the end of last year, over 33,500 licensed premises were closed, that's 30% of the total. And there were 88 million fewer visits to hospitality sector industries in the third quarter of 2020. Now, we've seen some incredible innovation during the period, from restaurant owners converting to collection and home delivery, to mixologists venturing into the online world of masterclasses and sharing their skills. But it doesn't hide from the fact that an industry that has traditionally been a major source of employment for young people has had a tough time. As the country reopens and the green shoots of recovery starts, we're going to be discussing what the opportunities are for young people who want to start a career in hospitality and what that means for businesses who are looking to recruit. Patrick has recently taken part in the Step 22 programme. And Step 22 is Catch-22's recruitment and training solution that gets great people into great jobs in the hospitality sector funded by the apprenticeship levy. I've always loved cooking. I've always loved being creative. I've always loved being fast paced. That's what I love about hospitality. When I get to my 30s or 28, I would like to open my own restaurant. That's one of my ambitions. My other ambitions is is to work alongside great chefs. So like chefs who have made a name for themselves and have like their own restaurants and stuff like that. I'm really pleased now to welcome the CEO of House of St. Barnabas, Rosie Ferguson, and also the founder of Popham's Bakery, Ollie Gold. Rosie and Ollie, it'd be great if you could introduce yourselves and and briefly describe your organisation to our listeners, please. Rosie? Hi, I'm Rosie Ferguson. I'm Chief Exec of House of St. Barnabas. We're a a social purpose private members club. So we run a uh, venue on Soho Square where we welcome our members and guests to drink and dance and have meetings and events here. We do that by also running a employment programme for people who've experienced homelessness and supporting them to get work experience in all aspects of what we do. So from hospitality to events to administration and then progress them and support them into roles in the hospitality sector and beyond. Thank you. And Ollie? Hi, I'm Ollie Gold, uh, the founder of Popham's Bakery. We opened four years ago. We now have two sites which operate as bakeries in the day and then both turn into restaurants in the evening. Wonderful, thank you. Well, let, let's start with a question, broad question. The hospitality industry has clearly been hit badly during the pandemic. Would you say opportunities are now starting to open up? Um, I think so. I mean, it was definitely been a difficult period for us over the last two, three months with employment recruitment. I think we have seen a bit of light at the end of the tunnel now. Certainly for us, we've we've filled some 
positions that we struggled with. We've definitely got a couple more to go, but we've got furlough ending at the end of this month. I don't know how much that will affect the market, if it will. Yeah, I, I mean, I think certainly for us as a business, we have vacancies that we're struggling to fill, although they send, tend to be at the more skilled. So it's chefs and cocktail makers. And there are, I think, entry level roles, which people can be trained into. And I think those vacancies are there. And there are certainly loads of opportunities for people wanting to get into the industry right now. I think across the sector, my concern is that this kind of short term crisis is leading to you know, our focus is on good work that provides good pay, progression, stability. And I think as, as businesses kind of panic more and more, there's more short-term roles, more use of agency staff, more staff who are working more hours than their contracted hours. Um, and it's quite hard at the moment to, to be the good employer that we would like to be because we're because the volatility of both customer behaviour is quite hard to predict and staffing shortages are, are real and, and also a lot of movement because I think it seems like there's a lot of opportunities out there so people are moving um, but not necessarily going to better maybe just going from one thing to another thing to another thing and I think that's also created a lot of stress and volatility so I think the biggest challenge for me is how do we support the kind of well-being and stability of employees through what is a really challenging time in hospitality for a lot of reasons. That's brilliant. And we'll certainly move on to the um, the kind of good jobs and, and particularly with a focus on young people in, in a minute. But I just wanted to, to talk a bit more about the kind of challenges because um, we talked about the impact of the pandemic. Um, we can't really have this discussion without mentioning the impact of Brexit, I think, on the hospitality sector as, as well. Um, is that is that still biting? Is that contributing to this sort of um, picture that you painted, Rosie? I mean, certainly for us, historically, our hospitality team has been predominantly, um, yeah, European. Um, our, the new, our new recruits have been predominantly kind of young European migrants. I would say, actually, the staff who we've, we've all of the staff. I'm thinking uh, there may be a few exceptions to this, but a lot of the staff who we've recruited in, on the floor and bar since we reopened have been have been British staff and I think it has opened opportunities for example um, we've recruited an apprentice who'd come through brigades um, program another social enterprise so I think there are more opportunities for young people or people who've had um, more complicated backgrounds in the UK to, to progress into those roles um, but certainly it's, it's not helping the, the shortage we're certainly seeing a demographic shift in terms of who's applying for jobs with us and that you know there's good and bad to that it's not all terrible but it will just take time to wash through thank you and um, let's move on to young job seekers now um because this is the, the topic of our podcast what role would you say young people play in the recovery of the hospitality sector can we start with you ollie a massive role i mean you know it's uh we've just talked about the effect of brexit and obviously i think that's you know had a huge impact on the market and um, you know, we've really young people uh, are the future of this industry, and um, you know, I feel like I can't sit here and complain about um, you know the situation and, and the difficulty in recruitment without doing something about it. And um, you know, for us to be in a strong position in, in three, five, seven years' time, um, you know, we need young people here at the forefront of the industry now and, and putting us, you know, in a strong position down the line. Um, and that's very much up to us as employers to you know not just get them in and show them hospitality but you know give them the best opportunities they can possibly have for hospitality so they're not just dabbling in it now for 
you know, the next six months or 12 months or even like a summer job or something outside school. But, you know, we've really got to put everything into these young people that this is a career opportunity and this is the progression that you can have in hospitality and all these exciting jobs. You know, if I think back to when I was at school and friends I speak to, you know, hospitality was never events hospitality was never ever talked about in school it you know I had those careers evenings at school at universities there wasn't even someone hiding in the corner talking about hospitality it was just it was never a thing you know that's something that we need to change as well and um it, it can be such a cool career for someone you know it's, it's too much it's in, in our country it's just seen as hospitality is just seen as not a a good productive exciting job that you can be successful as so rosie in terms of making hospitality an appealing career path how can we go about that there's some really good examples particularly some of the newer hospitality businesses are coming up with really innovative ways so i know that honest burgers they're really focused on recruitment of young people and they um, not only did they organize a festival for all of their staff where they closed all their restaurants and had a, an outdoor festival, but they also have a, um, a space where employees can, can go and pitch their business ideas and get some skills around enterprise as well. So they're really kind of trying to think about how do they how do they attract and retain uh, younger staff and give them career development while they're there. And then Noble Rock, who are... Um, in in a London they have um, they train all of their wait staff as sommeliers with the kind of wine expertise so that all of their staff actually are developing a really sought after professional qualification so particularly the newer hospitality businesses are thinking about how do they really ensure that that their offer is more career focused than than merely a kind of short-term opportunity but I think it does take a company to go over and above and really invest in their staff beyond just the kind of essential training and of course one of the biggest challenges is, is you need to pay people for for all of that time because and, and that means people not being on shift which is particularly challenging at the moment. Ollie what are some of the routes into hospitality for young people? So we've just recently started working with Catch22 um, and we have our first apprentice on board what makes it you know really appealing and, and quite special is that you know 15 16 month long apprentice and catch 22 actually did an amazing job in, in going through and giving us sort of three or four candidates a week that we could speak to i know they sifted through a lot of people um and you know there were people put forward to us who were really impressive in you know their I think they're just their desire to want to succeed in the industry. Um, and I think now having this long placement where we have this awesome guy, Patrick, who um, he's so he's actually so amazingly driven to succeed in the industry. And, you know, he's got these crazy dreams to, you know, be a head chef at this age and he wants to own a restaurant at this age. And, you know, for us and our staff to be a part of that and like help this guy see his dreams I think is is really cool for for everyone and um our head chef in Islington Hannah's doing an amazing job sort of taking him under her wing and and showing him everything um and then also we've just we've been a lot more open I guess to local um younger people in the area um you know people who are encouraging people young age to drop their CVs off and um, get them started in the industry but as I you know mentioned earlier it's it's giving them as much as as we can right now so that they feel passionate about the place they feel passionate about the industry and hopefully they can they can stay in it for as long as possible great and 
In this series, we've been talking about the future of certain industries and roles within those industries, particularly in relation to things like greater digitalization. So I just wanted to ask you both, what's your view on the future of the hospitality industry? Has, for example, consumer behavior and expectations changed for good as a, as a result of everything we've been through? Are we looking at different types of careers in hospitality opening up, would you say? Rosie? So I think the, the big opportunity here is how do we remodel the culture and pay structures and the kind of historical hierarchical approach that hospitality has had and take this on, you know, if we make the best of this opportunity, it's about really making sure that um, that hospitality becomes a business where people are paid fairly, uh, where progression is a thing and where, you know, that there's certainly uh, kitchen cultures and things like that where actually well-being and um, and individual support isn't necessarily prioritised. So I think my hope for the future is that hospitality can become a beacon industry that can show how um, how you can pay people fairly. You know, to shift it from being one of the low-pay sectors to being a, a rewarding career opportunity for people. That a lot needs to happen for for that to to happen. But I think this is an opportunity because the way things have been done in the past is no longer an option. And I think so. We do have a chance to rethink it. And I know that Popham's are, are one of the businesses that that are thinking like that in terms of how we shape the future. So that's exciting. I think in terms of consumer behaviors and expectations i think it's still you know it's still so up and down in in the last year and a half and i know we've coming out of a period of of normality in a way but um i think we need to see behaviors over the next couple of years to see if there's been you know change on the consumer side um obviously as as rosie just mentioned it's definitely made people think about um uh us as employees more and and how we can uh better ourselves when there was you know there was a, a small break in play for a bit and I think us as a business uh for the first time in you know two and a half years you know we're actually stopped and we we're able to all stand back from the situation and you know evaluate what we were doing incorrectly and what we were bad at as a business but also what we were good at and what we need to work work towards so I think having um, that break in play was was a huge benefit to us. I know we made some big internal changes and decisions that have been for the benefit mm. of us. Um, you know, I know there's one thing that came out of the, the pandemic through the furlough scheme was um, trunk and service charge. And I know that's a huge conversation in the industry. Um, it's one I could talk about for a long time. I've, I feel very strongly that trunk payments are payment above your salary and should not be inclusive of what you get paid um and uh that obviously came to fruition in, in the middle of the in the furlough scheme when people were only eligible to their basic pay and, and not the the service charge on top so i think that's a conversation that's reignited over the last um year and i think it needs to be and i hope it carries on um, and people are able to you know run run a restaurant and run their model on being um, paid a full salary and their trunk above that and not the other way around. The hospitality industry's traditionally had a very high turnover and presumably that means constant recruitment, which can be a challenge. Rosie, how can organisations overcome that? I mean, I think a lot of the things we've already talked about in terms of pay, progression, well-being, and the culture of the environment, I think until those things change, very hard to see how um, 
how retention will be, you know, the retention issue will be resolved. I think particularly at the moment, people are being offered, there is a bit of a sense of the grass is greener because there's so many vacancies, people are being offered more money, more money, more money, but by places that aren't necessarily going to offer them more stability. And I think what we need really is almost for a kind of a stop on movement for a short period so that people can just bed in. And, and because I think a lot of businesses still haven't quite found, for those that have been closed through the pandemic, we still haven't found, quite found our business as usual yet. And it's really difficult to, to get that um, established when you've got people leaving all the time. But it's a bit chicken and egg in that it's very difficult to provide that stability until you have a, a team that until you have a kind of full team who are here to stay we're having one two michelin star restaurants who are coming to our staff and you know offering them jobs poaching them in a way and it's it's so tough because these you know they, they've they've never had this demand for staff you know they've previously probably had waiting lists of 10 15 20 people that they can they can pick um and now it's it's not working like that and it's really tough for me when a member of staff who unfortunately is leaving saying you know I've been offered a job at a two Michelin star restaurant you know a lot of people that's why they get into the industry that's their dream and I can't sit there and Mm. you know I know we've done our best the best we can but it's tough to to say you know you know you've just got to say good luck to these people it's, it's an incredible achievement but that that was never happening before and people like us who i'd say are sort of that mid to high end range of restaurant um are struggling from it and mm. you know i've never been one for poaching I've, i think there's a karma issue to it that i can't quite get my, my finger around i can never do it myself um but it's uh yeah it's tough I don't know what the answer is there's everyone that needs staff so much at the moment so they're just sort of grabbing from everywhere mm-hmm. um and you know I hope it's it's not about us as employee employer I, I, hope, I hope and I think we're doing the best we can to make it a good environment and workplace to be in I mean it'll be interesting to see what happens with salaries because I think people are we're also finding that our staff are being offered I mean we're a living wage as basic and then people have tips on top of that but people are being offered um, significantly more for like cocktail waiting jobs chef jobs which which is I think it's interesting because if if that means that those salaries those jobs become sustainably better paid what does that mean for business models of companies that have quite tight margins or is that a kind of short-term inflation of salaries and then lots of people are going to get used to that salary and then see their salary fall so it's hard to see the pay thing feels like it's really um changing quite quickly and there could be that could be really positive thing um or it could be a very challenging thing for the sector and i think that's that's yet to be seen Rosie, I think what like we so, so I've noticed as well when I've been on uh, recruitment websites is that it's the communication of these salaries have been different as well. So people, you know, they're it's a thirty five thousand pound salary, but what it doesn't say is that they actually get paid twenty five thousand pounds and ten thousand pounds of it. Yeah, is yeah. through trunk, and it's it's uh it's so difficult for everyone to realize that situation of yeah. what, what they are actually getting paid and you know what they will get paid yeah. down the line so it's 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 really tough on that and, and the security that that provides because of course if we go into another lockdown exactly um, the people who've been newly recruited will not be eligible for furlough most likely or will be kind of first out the door mm. so there's a yeah there, there's a lot of challenges and, and it just feels like the sector hasn't yet found its balance and I'm not it's not clear how long it's going to take for that to happen
Yeah, definitely. that's brilliant. That's a really rich discussion. So to finish with, how, how central do you think the hospitality industry is to the nation's recovery more broadly? I think it will certainly be an indicator of, of when we get into normality. And I think at starting at the point that we start to see, you know, I know a number of businesses, including us, who are looking, you know, we're still not back up to our pre-COVID opening hours. And I think there's probably others who aren't due to the, the staffing crisis. I think we need to get the pathways right so that young people and, and other potential employees who, for whatever reason, haven't wanted to work in the hospitality sector before, I think until we find those right routes in and kind of are in a position to have a stable teams and therefore can stabilize our operations. Um, it'll be difficult to feel like the country's back to normal. You know, once we're at full capacity of, of what we can do, you know, I think, I think it will feel, I think it will feel more normal for everyone. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of places in London that at the moment, Monday, Tuesdays, you can't really do much because a lot of places are closed due to, a lack of staff and so you know once the whole week's there and, and people can meet and enjoy time with one another and you know create more of a community around places and and speak to each other learn off each other you know it's such a central part to the whole of the country and I just think yeah once we get back to normality and we're fully staffed in the industry I think we'll see that replicate across the country. Great. Thank you so much, Rosie from House of St Barnabas and Ollie from Popham's Bakery. Really good to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us on. So we've heard from our guests that opportunities within the hospitality sector are starting to open up. Yet it is still a struggle to fill vacancies, particularly skilled vacancies. There are some great examples of organisations who are supporting young people into the industry. But there's more to be done to make careers in hospitality more attractive, and that has to start early, particularly in terms of career advice in schools. As Rosie said, there is clearly now a big opportunity to remodel the sector and make sure hospitality is an industry where people are paid fairly, where well-being is prioritised and where career progression is high on the agenda. Thank you.